guess what? You're good looking. You're successful. Yeah. And you're smart. And that's why you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. We've been in the gym. Yeah, we've been in the gym. Focused on the win. What you say, What is going on? What is going on? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a, a rebirth of sorts. Some of you may know. Some of you may be new to this. But to those who remember and know about this awesome show, a show that we like to call Debate Fuel. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'd like to say, I guess you could say I'm a host of this baby right here. It feels good to be here. I mean, I was a fan, so... So weird to be in this position right now. But uh, we got two awesome gentlemen who are legends to this very show right now. And, well, you can call them the anchors pretty much. To my left, we got Derek Myers over here. Derek, talk to the people. How you feeling? What's good? It's, gr- it's great to be back, man. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it, man. I'm super excited. Yeah. It is great to bring this show back to the people, especially the ones out there who really, really are familiar with this show and have missed it dearly. No, it's been a little bit of a hiatus, but we are back. And of course, speaking of back to my right, we got my main man, my guy, full throttle himself, (laughs) MTMV Sports Zone, Rick Sincere. Yes, sir. How about the people, man? How you doing, sir? What's good with y'all? How y'all doing, man? Geek to be joining, um, joining Derek, man. Geek to be joining Highlight to bring back a show that I thought was amazing the first time around. I can't wait until oh, yeah. uh, we hop into this um, this new season. Hopefully, you take the ride with us. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a, a crazy ride. It's gonna be dope, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna bring y'all something that you haven't heard in a minute. So oh, yeah. I'm ready to rock. Oh yeah, 2020, 2020 is a crazy year. So it might as well yeah. continue. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back man. why not it's, it's it's already been crazy one of the things that i saw um from jump is that i've, I've just kind of been watching derek on on uh, twitter and there's so many things i want to argue with you about <laughs> it's just it goes it goes beyond so much right you look at yeah like i, I even saw you mention something about zion being on the cover um, okay, listen, yo. Of, of 2K, and when I saw that, I'm like, I'm like, yo, can we start the Bay Fuel now? Because I need to argue with him <laughs> about Zion being on the cover. I need to argue with you about you not accepting Drew Brees' apology. I need to argue with you about, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to argue with you about you not, not really, like, you know, dealing with the NBA return the right way. I don't understand. Yo. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't understand what's your problem with Zion being on the cover. I really don't get so, that. So, so help me understand how many games he played. He's probably only played about, let's say, about twenty. But the season was cut short. He would have played more. Listen, yes, okay. So I get that, right? But so far, if the season does come back, that's cool. But so far, he's only played a little over twenty games, maybe at the most twenty nine games. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I get the hype. I I I I I get the the um what's it called 
the um, allure of of having Zion as a as a cover athlete. But with 29 games, as, and honestly, salute black man getting his money. I love it. But don't do him like that. But don't make him just a black man. <laughs> don't make him just a black man getting his money. That but, ain't right. But, that ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, okay, so uh, Giannis, uh, um, Luca, even Jason Tatum, if you wanted to, right? Uh-huh. They have more full <laughs> hey, hold on, don't do that. Eastern Conference. <laughs> I didn't look he challenged, call him he challenged wait, LeBron wait, in the Eastern wait. Conference. I didn't on, call on, him a black man making his money. I didn't say anything <laughs> about him. I just said, uh-huh. That's all that happened. All yeah, I said man. was uh-huh. Look, he's a he he he's he's he got right, to the yeah. Eastern Conference with the Celtics in his rookie year. You know, so if you still wanted to make him the cover athlete for twenty of two K twenty one, I get it. I I, I get uh, Giannis, I get Luca. I, I understand the hype on those guys. Zion, twenty games, bro. Does not. I look. If you want to do twenty 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 two, and 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 God willing, he's he's healthy in this season. God bless. I would I would be for hey, bro. It. As a rookie Come coming on. in, as a rookie Come coming on. in, he's been dominant. Twenty three point six points a game right now, six point five rebounds, fifty eight point nine field goal percentage. Just kind of coming into the into the league, coming into the league, coming off the bench and being. Look, you remember what, what Jordan what, what was happening with Jordan when he was injured? Jordan, Wait, please. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Do you remember when Jordan was injured and he had limited minutes and he can only come in with those mm-hmm. limited minutes and have some type of impact and have to run back to the bench? Mm-hmm. We're talking about a Zion who was on a minutes restriction, right? He came in on a minutes restriction, can only play for a few minutes and had to be yecked out of the game. That was mm-hmm. Zion when he first came into the league. Everybody kind of everybody knew that, right? And when he first yeah. came into the league is right now. So when he he came in, he had a few seconds, right? I mean, he had a few minutes to go out there, show what he could do, get back on the bench, right? Yeah, but the difference. I'm not comparing him to Jordan. But in that short amount of time, we're talking about 23.6 points a game with limited minutes. The difference, though, is (laughs) Michael Jordan had a full season. He was, like, he was playing a more full season than, than Zion did. I give you that. He played Would more tell, games. So you tell I, like, me. I, I could understand if, let's say, 2K was around at that point. They put oh, MJ Jordan would have been on the cover. cover. Yeah, yeah I, I would understand that. And I understand the hype of Zion on, on, on the cover. I, I understand the hype. But when I look at what he's done since he's been in the league, while stats are good and, and it's it's kind of, you know, it's, it's smaller, Um. The stats are still there, he's, and he's still doing his thing. I understand it. But making him the cover athlete of 2K21 honestly makes no sense outside of showing me the, the I'm, graphics. Let me show you how powerful Zion is. I just, wanted, I just want you to know how powerful Zion's impact and influence is in Louisiana, okay? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and outside of that, because, you know, Zion is probably one of the first athletes that we kind of watch grow up on, on uh, Instagram, Right, mm-hmm. like we watched grow up on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. 
Like mm-hmm. we've seen, I, my first time seeing Zion was the man amongst boys video, right? That kind of came out when I think yeah. he was in eighth grade or something. Yeah. And I watched him grow from Facebook to now a reality in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of athletes have never experienced that type of following. Now, the thing was, is that most people believe that once he finally got to the NBA, he flopped. Because then he's no longer a man amongst boys. He'd be a man amongst other great men. And he'd have to mm-hmm. kind of live up to that. Not mm-hmm. only did he live up to that in his first year. Now, you never know what's going to happen down the line. That's why I think now is the perfect time. Because based on even what you said at one point, you don't know if based on his weight, based on you know his yeah. knee, based on like you don't know when you're going to fully see or if you'll ever fully see him dominating year to year on a consistent basis. However, yeah. he lived through all of the hype, the pick number one overall, right? He lived through all the hype, pick number one, and then came in the game, went up against LeBron, went toe-to-toe with LeBron and did his thing, even scored more points than him in one, one of those games. Now he's, he's averaging um, a good amount of points consistently. He's doing well with his um, field goal percentage, shooting from the um, front three, right? Doing all kinds of stuff, and he's living up to the hype. I don't think the payoff is because of the hype. I think it's because he's living up to the hype. Now, let me talk about his influence in Louisiana. He's My really little, had the chance to live up to the hype. The A, hey, this is when you want to get him because he's at least <laughs> lived up to the <laughs> He's at least lived up to a hype enough, at least enough, right? And so here's the thing, right? I'll say this and then, I, then you know, I'll give away. I'm saying, okay, my, my nephew loves Zion Williams and talks about him every single day, all the time. Mm-hmm. Zion, Zion, Zion. The first time he slept in the bed, right? Now, he, he doesn't sleep in the bed by himself. He doesn't. He won't sleep in the bed by himself. He only sleeps in the bed with um, my, my sister, right? He'll sleep in the bed with my sister, sleep in the bed with my sister's husband, but he will not sleep in the bed by himself. My yeah. sister said, hey, will you sleep in the bed by – if you go sleep in the bed by yourself, I'll bring you a Zion Williamson cover, a Zion Williamson cover, Right. So he like the Zion Williamson cover be on your on your bed. You get a blanket yeah. with Zion Williamson on it. That kid <laughs> slept. This happened what two days ago. He slept in the bed by himself for the first time because he was wrapped in a Zion Williamson cover. Let me tell you something, man. That's Zion beautiful. Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say that's cute. I, was, I don't want to disrespect the kids. <laughs> Let me, let me say something, man. Zion Williamson has impact across the board. Now, this is on a little bitty kid. I'm yeah. talking about Zion Williamson's impact across the board on all the kids of this generation. You want kids to run out and buy your next copy of NBA 2K? Who do I put on the cover? Jason Tatum? No, because he has – look, respect from the league. Respect from the league. Whoa. But is he – Wait, respect from the league, but is he a worldwide phenom where all the kids are going crazy about Jason Tatum? No. Go ask seven little kids about Jason Tatum, then ask them about Zion Williamson. Tell me what they say to you. I'm pretty sure they're going to tell you that Zion Williamson is a known character and Jason Tatum is. I, I, I think I heard of him. They don't really know him. Now, on top of that, Giannis, they do know. Giannis, they know. But they don't know They don't know Jason Tatum. Like, I know Jason Tatum, and I respect him, and I respect his game. You know him, and you yes. love him, right? Yes. But is he, is he the kind of guy who's popular around the world where everybody will run out and buy NBA 2K because he's on the cover? That's a no. Listen, I understand marketing-wise, I get it. I understand it marketing wise. 
But when, when I'm talking about what you've done in the league, that's why I even say Luka Doncic makes sense. I'm not hating on Zion being on the cover. I just don't understand it with 20 so games in the league. I, 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 I'm sorry. That, to me, that doesn't, that doesn't add up to that. Love it. He, live, he lives up to the hype and catch him while he's hot. I love it. I, I, like I said, I love seeing a black man get paid, but that just does not. No, that no. does not. <laughs> that does not work, man. I'm sorry. That that's um. It it works, man. It, it, it works. All, now now the video we saw for 2K21. If if those are truly the graphics for it, I am really hyped with getting a PS5. I'm I'm coming back. I'm switching from. I'm leaving Xbox. You leaving Xbox? Oh yeah, I'm leaving Xbox. I, I, I well, Sony was my first uh, uh, console anyway. Like I had the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. That was my that was my first one. I had the PS2. You know, mm. I just switched over to Xbox because of Halo. Mm. You know, and, and I got I got stuck on the triggers. Once once I got on the triggers, that was it. You know, so now that I can have triggers on PlayStation, goodbye. No look. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited about I'm excited about this PS5. Um, it's cheaper than a phone, so <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, last longer. Yeah, hopefully, um, I don't have to buy another one because I'm I'm debating on whether I get it when it comes out or if I get it for my birthday. You know, wait like a couple of months and and, and get it for my birthday. I'm kind of debating on which I want to do. Either way, I'm excited. I'll be able to, you know, play as my Celtics again, of course, um, and and destroy the Lakers and whatever team is in my way. So I'm good. Bet, bet, bet. I'm good. But I will say this about Zion. I will give him this, okay? He is my favorite in New Orleans. Drew Brees has got the he, – he, he, he got the kick. I, I can't say that, man. He um, got the kick. I, I I booted him. I can't. I I wouldn't boot. I, I can't boot him. Drew. I can't boot Drew. I, I he's done. And I know why you boot. And I know why you booted Drew. I understand why you booted Drew. Um, <laughs> Please tell me why you forgave him so fast. It was like like when when he came out and said what he said about the flag. And then all of a sudden, he 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 said, "I'm sorry." All was forgiven from you, from Michael Thomas. Like, help me understand what it is that made you guys do this so fast. What made you guys switch so fast to to forgive Drew Brees? All right. So, hold on. Let me let me ask my guy, Highlight. Highlight, how you doing, bro? Doing pretty good, brother. How y'all doing, man? We doing well, yes, man. Sir. How you coming through? Coming through pretty good, man. I mean, you know, uh, minus the fact that I'm not seeing you, fellas. It's like I'm seeing you, but I'm not seeing you, and I'm just hearing y'all. But I, I've, I've heard enough where I'm catching in this conversation here, and that's a nice transition how you did that, Derek. Uh, hey, man, I learned from the best. Wasn't that beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, let me, let me tell you, man, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit half and half, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I'm a little bit in between on the Drew Brees situation. And I, and when I say in between, I'm in between both of y'all as the mediator of this show right now. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give both perspectives because Rick, you being the ultimate saint. Fan, I am. Why you, come, on. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. I got you, bro. Like I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like having part of your family suddenly just come out, make that one little mistake. And you get upset, you like, whoa, 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 you know, you and that for a minute, like, hold up, not not you now. That's you, bro. Yeah. And see that that's that's why I'm um Ouch. <laughs> I I understand it. I get I get the pers- the, yeah. the, the position you're in. Yeah. Uh, now I'll like I'll that. run it I'll run it for you, man, and, and tell you exactly why I forgave him so fast, right? I mean, I don't even know if it was twenty four hours. It was. Um twenty five. <laughs> twenty five hours. <laughs> but <laughs> when when he came out with with the dumb statement right um uh-huh. it was a lot that went into that bro like honestly um when, when they weren't we, even talking about the flag they weren't even talking about it they were so they were they were talking about the flag the first thing that they were mentioning um they said hey um they so it was yahoo sports he, he did an interview uh-huh. with yahoo sports yahoo sports comes out and they asked him about um the return of the protest yeah right so the return of the protest and that's solely about the flag so he was saying hey guys at some point they're going to return and when the nfl returns um there's rumors that they'll start you know protesting again like they'll start and then he immediately goes into this you know no disrespecting the flag nonsense right um you know he talks about his grandfathers and what he sees he, he talked about all that right he says when when I see the flag, this is what I see my grandfather's fighting and stuff like that. Um, and and when I heard him say it, I was like, you messing up, True. Um, <laughs> you, this ain't a good look. Because uh, <laughs> he talked about, he talked about, you know, crying when he, when he sees the flag and I get it and I got it. I'm like, I'm like, yo, honestly, I understood. And if I grew up as Drew Brees, right? And if I grew up as Drew Brees and I only saw my life and my grandparents and I only saw what I saw, right? Um, I'd be like, okay, cool. I see the flag and want to cry too, I guess. But <laughs> but that's that's not my life. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's that's not that's not the life I lived and that's oh, the life I heard about while growing up and and yeah. and, and I don't know if I'd be so oblivious to what was going on in the rest of the world. I think that's what people got angry about. We got more so angry about the fact that, hey, look, Drew, it's not the fact that you see the flag and you cry for your grandpa, but it's really about <laughs> it's really about the it's really about the fact that man, they are people. Okay, there was a man peacefully protesting about people who are dying in the streets. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it was there was people who were being killed by police killed violently killed right and a violent killing spree slaughtered I say, right a violent killing spree is met with a peaceful protest and you got a problem with the the peaceful protest but not with the violent killing spree that's dumb you yeah. see what i'm saying that's yeah. idiotic to me that don't make no sense and so yeah. 
and and that's across the board like that's across the board for all people and you remember you remember when we were doing the bay field we were in the studio right mm -hmm. and somebody was like i don't like the fact that you guys are talking about the kneeling and if you guys oh, yeah if you guys if you guys <laughs> are going to support that i'm done and i said bet so we took we we <laughs> we put the mics down and both kneeled at the same time remember that <laughs> <laughs> Oh listen, man! Listen, <laughs> there's, there's oh, violence. Man. There's violence. Violence. Mm -hmm. People are being killed yeah. violently at the hands of police, and one man decides to peacefully, right, in a nonviolent fashion, say, "Hey, man, this is wrong," mm -hmm. right? And you guys say, "Hey, you're doing it wrong. You're saying it at the wrong time. You want to condemn him, but not condemn the men who are out there." killing people violently that's a problem and drew did not see that that's a blind spot for drew and that's exactly what i said even when he said it i was like ah oh, that's dumb that's an ignorant statement he you know he's just he's missing something he's missing it he's completely missing it and so i know like drew always does when drew misses something right and he is and it's brought to his attention hey you missed that you didn't see that you didn't catch that he will go and correct that behavior. He corrects that behavior on the field. He'll correct that behavior with, actually, when he spoke out against um, gays and gay rights and all that kind of stuff, and people gave him a lot of backlash for that, right? I don't remember that. Uh-huh. These things happen. And so, <laughs> and he, he didn't really say much. But when, when that kind of stuff happens, right, yeah. um, then, then he, he, what he does is, he wants to see it from your perspective. He wants to understand it and he wants to fix whatever he, he messed up. That's kind of who he is at mm -hmm. his very heart. He's a really nice dude. I bring my family right back into it. He sees my cousin at a McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. Cause in, in New Orleans, Drew Brees is not Jesus, but he is, but, <laughs> but he is a guy people admire so much. So yeah. when Drew Brees walks around, right? Everybody like, you know, they, they, they go to wherever he's walking to, right? They'll follow yeah. him wherever yeah. he goes. But one day he's walking randomly into a McDonald's and nobody's tripping, right? But my little cousin sees him, goes crazy immediately. Drew Brees doesn't just wave, right? Or say, hi, kid. But he grabs the kid, takes a picture with the kid, right? He's like all in the picture, you know, whatever. He's just, he's, fully engaged he talks to him he's fully engaged my little cousin loves the saints right and drew Brees yeah. takes out that type of time that's the man drew Brees is right and when i go to i went to um west virginia i followed the saints to west virginia went all the way up there for training camp when mm -hmm. i went up there for training camp i my whole goal was to get my i think it was a 2013 or 2011 um madden cover signed by drew Brees because he's on that cover oh yeah, yeah right yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, I got to get this thing signed. I went all the way up there, bro. And I mean, I drove through a lot. I got whacked on my car to this day from that situation. <laughs> and bro, Drew Brees, after practice, stood out there and he signed everybody's stuff. Yeah. Even when I gave him that, he was like, oh, this is a first, right? <laughs> <laughs> But he still signed it, and he took a picture with me, and he took a picture with everybody who was there. Like, that's Drew, and there were white people, black people, Chinese people, Spanish people, everybody was there, right? He talked yeah. to people from Texas about barbecue, because that's all he was caring about at the time. So 
this, he was he was out there talking to everybody, bro. And I'm just saying, like, like that's the Drew everybody knows and loves. That's why everybody was so hurt, right? But everybody knows and loves Drew. So what will Drew do? What would a man like that do whenever you make a, a big mistake like he made? Now, was the mistake big? Of course. Did he suck at, at making that statement? Yes. Was that a dumb statement? Of course. Right? <laughs> but will he understand what he said and listen to listen to everybody if a man offends you right and you say hey you offended me and then he stops and listens to you until you listen to you portrait listen to you say everything listen to you like tell him how you offended him and then he truly says you know what bro i'm sorry i didn't mean to offend you like that i really didn't right and and honestly from this point forward i'm gonna do whatever whatever i can to make it up to you are you gonna mm-hmm. forgive that man? Not at all. Mm. Um, I'll say like this. <clears throat> Did Highlight say not at all? <laughs> <laughs> so not at all. <laughs> See, this 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 is for me, this is what what um kind of I guess gets me confused. He's been in New Orleans for how long? Almost nine almost twenty years. So it can't be that he's just now realizing you're in a, in it's that's a, the, the black community is strong in new Orleans. Right. But so is the white community. It is. But at the same time, you you like you, you, these conversations, there's been plenty of times for these conversations to be had. It's not like all of a sudden, like this is the first time a black man has been killed by a cop. You know what I'm saying? And he's had black teammates. He's had black neighbors. All, like, all of that. You, you're, you're in that community, right? So it's not like all of a sudden, like, you know, the entire time that, that he's been there, that he's been blind to who's around him. And, and, and I, like, you can't tell me that he hasn't had these type of conversations before. So when, when he comes out and says what he says... <clears throat> I'm at this point where I honestly, I don't care about the apology. Look into my eyes. That's cute. I I don't, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I'm not racist, all this other stuff. Cool. My whole thing is I just want to see the actions behind the, the words don't mean anything. Anybody's apologies at this point, uh, 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 whatever their their reasons for whatever, I don't care about it anymore. I want to I want to see what you're doing. What now, action would you like to see now? Well, from Drew Brees, from anybody, from I, anybody's apologies. I I want to see them fighting, actively fighting against this. And not not just tweeting, not not just not just uh, saying the right things because it's it's uh, culturally appropriate at this time to say something about Black Lives, or 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 it's popular and it's okay. I I don't I that I don't I don't want because I've I've had enough of that. I want to see you actively fighting. Whether that's you trying to help change legislation or or you're 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 
doing something within politics or, or you're trying to make a change for people within business or whatever, whatever that is, do it. That, that to me, that's the action. You, 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 you want to uh, use your privilege. And, I, and, and I've been on uh, um, uh, Jason's show, uh, Jason Bordeaux. <clears throat> I've been on his show a couple of times and I talked to him about it. And I told him, you know, the one thing that, that white privilege for me, the way I look at it is that it's like a superpower. You can either be a superhero or you can be a supervillain. You know what I'm saying? And th- this is that this is that time where he has the opportunity to be to be the superhero. Use that white privilege and help people, black people, in whichever area you can. And 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 if that's helping to push to to um, get blacks hired in, in in the Saints organization in the front office, the right like. I see, that's another thing. I, not, I don't want people hired just because they're black. I, the best for the job, but make sure you're pushing for that. You know, like like either something like that, or 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 doing something in the community like that. Because um, I, I know he does stuff in the community in New Orleans. I'm not I'm not oblivious to that. But I want I want to see him actively trying to get black people, like help and stuff like that. Like I want to see something. I want to see something tangible. Can I tell you what he's done? Well, with with uh, with the community, is it because his NFL cares or uh, or what? No. What is that? What is the thing that NFL does? Not not NBA cares, but whatever the NFL does. No, not just like the Walter Payton man of the gear stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I'm I'm not talking about that. But I'll tell you some of the stuff that he has done in response, like some of the stuff that he's done. And one of the reasons why, like, we kind of back him, right? So before this whole thing pops off, he did get $5 million to the state of Louisiana um, for COVID relief, right? Like, mm-hmm. him and his wife kind of did that. Um, he he has in the past donated, like, a million dollars to Purdue. Um, he's delivered, like, 10,000 meals per day. That was in um, 2019. He's given $250,000 to rebuild schools in Gentilly, Right. And on top, and Gentilly is a you know a place that that we live. <laughs> I'll just say that, right? Uh, <laughs> um, he's also yeah. he's also um, reached out. So because of you know what happened, he reached out himself to Shannon Sharp, and you yes, you I remember that. that. Yeah, um, yeah. He then turns around and reaches out to all of his teammates, so they do the big team meeting, and then Trump puts him back on the on the forefront and says, "Hey, like no kneeling, like don't do that, right?" And then he responds to to Donald Trump on Twitter as well, right? And so mm-hmm. he doesn't just kind of say, you know, he doesn't shy away from that or move away from that, but he's speaking directly. So the president says, "I'm a big fan of Drew Brees," mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Da, da 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 and then no kneeling, basically saying you're wrong about the flag, Drew. After he made it the, his apology, mm-hmm. Trump said that, and mm-hmm. then Drew Brees, in response to Donald Trump, directly to Donald Trump, um, says that we can no longer use the flag as a blindfold. Right? We have to, um, we have to see these issues now, and it's not about, um, you know, disrespecting the flag. It's really about this. Now, if well, see, that's been the that's been the ahead. thing that's been the thing for the last four years. That's but that's that's been the conversation for the last four years. So that and, to me, that's why I'm saying like they missed they can't, it. Yeah, he but it, it. it can't be it. that 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 in four years you have not understood that it's not about the flag. He missed it. I can understand like the first few weeks or whatever, maybe the month or two. But it's been four years. 
but in the NFL, right? The real kneeling, the kneeling thing kind of happened in what the first six weeks, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And and Drew saw it as something divisive. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo, this is this is divisive, divided thing, right?" And because mm-hmm. it's so divisive, um, we just gonna be about uniting. So you know what? We'll my thing is as a leader to unite. So we're going to kneel before the the anthem. I mean, we're going to kneel before the flag, kneel before the Pledge of Allegiance. We're going to kneel as a team. I'll kneel with you. We're all going to kneel together, right? Because, Mm -hmm. honestly, he just saw kneeling. They want to kneel. All right, we can't do it during the flag, but let's kneel together first. And then let's get up and put our hands over our hearts and cry when the Pledge of Allegiance happens. That was his way to do unity. All he thinks about is unity. He was like, let's be united. Let's be together. Peace, unity, love. Right, but in all that, he missed the message. He missed yeah. it. Yeah, he missed it completely. He was just like, "Oh, I don't want to be divided. This kneeling thing is dividing everybody. How can we bring everybody together?" That's all he thought about. Right? Mm-hmm. Never seen the true meaning behind what was going on. Never getting that. Yeah, and that's that's. I think that's where he loses me because I don't see you. how you, you you don't know in the last four years. <laughs> how you don't get that. And then all of a sudden now it's an epiphany that once you get dragged through Twitter, Oh, it's not about the flag. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it wasn't, it wasn't through Twitter. I guarantee you it wasn't because of Twitter. It was Michael, my, Malcolm Jenkins. Dude, Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins. When Malcolm Jenkins called him a new one. <laughs> he did. He In did. And look, videos. Look. And you know how gangster it was? <laughs> Yo, Malcolm Jenkins is so gangster. He said, and I talked to um to, to Sean about this on Track Stars. Um, he was like, "Yo, <laughs> he made the video, uh-huh. called Drew, told him off, and then posted the video." Uh, I love. Wow. I was I, when I saw it. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Come back to Philly, baby. Like that that's all I was thinking. I was like, man, this nah, is nah. perfect time. Now, now we need that energy in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> man, Malcolm Jenkins, man. I, I loved it. And then he took the original video down and posted a new one. You mean to shut the F up video? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh snap. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Yo. Let me tell you something, man. Jenkins got no. Jenkins is he he and he. There's no need for him to. I I I understood it. I understood it. But what I did not understand was how so like how quickly. Well, look, like my thing is, I want to hold you accountable. You know what I'm saying, and and the the quick turnaround that that I saw from Michael Thomas was like. Uh, like I just I couldn't believe. Oh that. no, brother! I'm pretty sure I know. Okay, so here's the thing: Drew Brees held conversations right mm-hmm. after that situation with uh, probably almost everybody on the right? team. Yeah, you got to hold conversations yeah, with yeah, Michael yeah. Thomas. You got to hold conversations with. I mean, look, immediately after he dropped it, all his weapons left. I mean, not left, but they unfollowed him. They like unfollowed that. him. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm talking about every offensive weapon on the team. Mm-hmm. Elvin, who are you gonna throw to at this point? Elvin Kamara, <laughs> Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, right? The only people who yeah. didn't unfollow him were people who don't get the ball that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, 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 it's my time. 
the practice Wait squad was like, hey, Drew, I'm here for you, baby. <laughs> and they tried, they tried to be like, uh, what was it? Oh, God. Yo, Eagle Squad, Derek, what was that dude that made? Say, say it one more time. N-word. Oh. What was, that? what was that Eagles player that said Riley, that N-word Riley, at that Riley uh, country? Cooper. Riley Cooper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that dude was gone within, I think, within two years of that happening. Because Chip Kelly was running things. So, you know, we have, we have, I consider Chip Kelly a racist because there's no way in hell you get rid of all those talented black guys in their prime. Yeah. Sean Jackson, LaShawn McCoy, and Jeremy Macklin. There's no way you get rid of all those guys and bring in, I forgot who we brought in for all that. It was no one, but we had Michael Vick with Riley Cooper. Oh my God. Recipe for disaster, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember it happened. I was like, is there a genius behind this (laughs) or no? (laughs) I'm telling you right now, I was this close to becoming a Patriots fan. I was consolidating all my teams to Boston if, if he stayed there for another year. The only reason you didn't leave is because they had already won too many championships and you didn't want to be called. I didn't want to be a bandwagon fan. (laughs) I was actually, if I was going to become a Patriots fan, what I had said was that I was going to put myself on, uh, on like a um, restriction and I was going to be like, like just a fan, but not like, Hourly, (laughs) for like a year, (laughs) because I could do my time and 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 come in. But yeah, man, I I I was just glad they got rid of Chip Kelly. But um, yeah, my my whole thing though was you know I I just I want to see Drew Brees. I I don't want just the outward stuff. I want the behind the scenes stuff to happen, the behind the scenes conversations in terms of conversations with white men in power i want those things to happen you know i don't want it to just be the stuff that's on on twitter or instagram or what i don't want that i don't want it to just be stuff that you're doing because you're on camera i i don't want it to be that you're just saying this because you're trying to say uh say save your image and and be remain drew Brees for the rest of your career i don't want that i i want like I want him to truly understand what this is about and I want him to be held accountable and I want him to do the right thing in that regard. You know he didn't what I'm saying? Get it before. He, I think and he I'm there. sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I, I, I can, I'm okay with, 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 um, you know, the, the stuff that he's trying to do to, to repair his image and everything like that. I'm cool with that. But my whole it's, thing, <laughs> that it's, it's to repair his image. That's PR, bro. But no, it's not. That's yes, what I'm is. saying to you. Yes, it's it is. not. But it's deeper but, than PR. But it's deeper than but, PR. You know why? Why? Okay. Even if uh, here's the one spot where it's deeper than PR, and I know you're gonna agree with me. Okay. PR means that I need to repair my image because you know, so I look good going forward, right? Uh, yeah. R- restoration is where I need to repair these relationships with my team or our team will suck this season. And not just that. He, I guarantee, even after all this, 
I'm willing to put some money down that he's going to be the uh, this there's going to be a record on how many sacks uh, will come on Drew Brees this season. Let me see. Um, Ryan Ramchek is is white and <laughs> and he's cool. So from the right side of the offensive line, he's, he's gonna good. be straight. Yeah. <laughs> To Ron Armstead, right, is is barely on the field, um, and I'm pretty sure that he wants to do well, so he's gonna be straight. Oh um, my God! Caesar Ruiz is a brand new rookie, right? He's coming oh, yeah, I in. Y'all got him, man. Oh, and, I was so pissed with that. And Caesar Ruiz is not gonna want to put anything bad on film, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure he's okay. Eric McCoy will probably be moving to um, the right tackle this year, right? Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, the right guard. And if he moves in the right guard, then I'm pretty sure he wants to make that transition well and doesn't want to put anything bad on film because they just got rid of the last guy, Larry Warford, who put stuff that was bad on film. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's going to want to do his absolute best. And then the last guy, Andres P, just got paid way more than he's worth over, <laughs> over the course. <laughs> over the course of last season, I mean, over the course of this off season. And so because he's going to be making so much, I'm pretty sure he's going to be appreciative and trying to prove himself and his worth. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody in Louisiana all gasped when they saw, gasped, like, like when they saw, <laughs> when they saw what he was getting paid. So honestly, that whole offensive line has reason to be they're, they're solid invested. this year. They're invested. Yes, they're well, invested. And, and they I won't be just getting out the way for... for he's for, going to be targeted very well. The the, 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 the Eagles defensive line, the uh, 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 Chicago with Khalil Mack, Rams with Aaron Donald. I'm hoping every single one of those guys on all those defensive lines charge heavy at them this year i i that that's what i want to see that's what i want to see that's a it's a pretty mean thing to say there Derek. I, and i i'm i'm okay with being mean <laughs> i want to see it i want to see look it. look Derek. touch Derek, him up a little do you bit. really want to see that touch him up you, a little bit are you mad at laura ingram listen i, listen, I don't pay you know her any laura attention ingram. yeah i don't pay her any attention the same way I don't pay Candace Owens attention. All right. So when you heard Laura Ingram, you heard what she said. Did you hear her mm-hmm. apology video? No, because I don't want to hear it. You know why you didn't hear it? She didn't put one out. It don't exist, bro. Okay. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you, <laughs> have you heard? Yeah. Have you heard Donald Trump's apology video? No. Not at you know all. why? Because that don't exist either. None of yeah, but see, look, but see, that's the thing. When these real racist talk, they don't they don't apologize, bro. I'm not saying Drew Brees is racist. He's not. So I'm not why, saying that. So why don't we forgive him? I'm not him? saying that. I'm not. Listen, I'm holding you accountable. That's that's my thing. That's my thing. No, and I, I want I my. Can forgive I, you and I know. You I know for sure. My Eagles defensive line is going to hold him accountable. They won't. They will. Most they're not ready to hold them accountable. The most definitely. They're gonna push that line. They're gonna push that line and put that pressure on Breeze. That's just football. hmm You feel no, I'm saying that's just football. Who's on your defensive line that, that we should fear? 
What? Who? Fletcher is on Cox. Defensive line? Brandon Graham. Malik Jackson. No, 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 no. No what? Not scared. Go ahead. You're not scared <laughs> of Brandon uh, Brandon Graham? No, no. Love him. But no. Oh, my. Okay. Not scared. Fletcher Cox, a little bit more afraid of. But the other guys, no. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm sorry. I'm going. Let's just move on because he's not going. He's not going to touch him up like Brandon Graham. I love. I think he's a very, very serious? solid player. I love Brandon Graham. But am I scared of Brandon Graham? No, not at all. Okay. All right. When when no. is the Eagles uh, Saints game? <laughs> you know what we have to do. We're gonna have to do a special special recording on that. Bet, okay. and, and and why and and maybe even do a live recording with watching the game, dude. Do you understand the the Uh-oh. offensive line of the New Orleans Saints? Like it's yeah, the it's best in the league. No, it's the nah. best in the league. Yes, no, it is. Not. No, it's not. Who's better? The Eagles. No way. Yes. Yes. Okay, who's on your offensive line? Is better. Uh, we got Lane Johnson. Like him. Uh, let's see, Jason Kelsey is still there. Okay. You got um. See, I, Jason Peters, I, I know he actually had a very solid year last year. I just he's getting older, and I think he's older. Is, and is I'm he retiring? No, hell no. <laughs> and, and and see, that's the thing. That's, I, that's I the awesome thing. Hold on, hold on. I'm not sure. Even if he's even if he's there, which I love, right? Like I love I love Jason um, Peters. I think he's he's good. Not good. I know he's one of the best. But I don't know Definitely. where he. I don't know where he falls this year. That's my question. Actually, he's I, a free agent right now. He is a free agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't have agent. you don't have him. I well, no, they're still in conversation with him. I think I think he's coming back because no, he, the contract that I think he wants, um, I don't think he's getting. But there's a difference between wanting, wishing, and having. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be. I think he'll still be there. I want him as a backup to Andre Dillard. Yeah, honestly, because cool. Andre Andre Dillard to me he reminds me of Jason Peters, just like younger and a little faster. I got, I'm so, talking. I'm talking Pro Bowlers. You talking hopefuls? What? I'm oh. talking. Lane Johnson is a Pro Bowler. Jason yeah. Kelsey is a Pro Bowler. Yeah. Jason Peters is still a Pro Bowler. Jason Peters, you don't have him. We still, we will have him. But we will have him. We no, will have you him. won't. Yes, we will. He'll be, he'll be in, he'll be in Philly because he wants to be in Philly. He wants to be in Philly. He just can't get the contract he wants. You, you and he you understands that. Him. Andre Dillard is the starter. You don't have him on the left side. Yeah, yeah. Hold I'm, on. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet. Let, let's, let's put something on it. I'm willing to bet that that our offensive line has a better season this year than than New Orleans. Bet. What do you want to bet on it? What do you what do you want to put on it? Uh, this is what happened the first time. For this is this is what this is what ended our show the last time. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. But <laughs> we coming back. We coming back. We coming back. Got the bets on the line, baby. Go but, ahead and place them. But look, look let's but, let's just hold on. Wait, let's let's, let's let's always establish that we always go bet for push-ups, and then we'll never get in the issue. I don't care what we bet for. It doesn't matter right. to me. I don't care. All right, cool, 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 cool. But <laughs> I will. <laughs> Does everybody say this like deja vu? Like, God, man, what's wrong with these guys? 
We <laughs> just got back. We just got back together, man. It took two years, man. What the hell, man? <laughs> Come on, now. But, okay, okay. Go ahead. But I am willing to bet that the Eagles' offensive line has a better season than the than the New Orleans Saints. And I'm we can a- put whatever you want to put on that. Push-ups, uh, 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 jumping jacks, whatever you want to do. I, I don't um, care. And let's determine what's a good year for offensive linemen. Like, uh, what's a good year for a collective offensive line? So Their rank. We, so we're looking for rank? Who's, let's, who's let's, ranking? Are we going with PFF? Yeah, I, I, I trust them. Okay, bet. So we go with PFF ranking, and we'll say the Saints will have a better um, year, right, than um, than Philly, right? And I, I'm I'm willing to bet that. And let's go with um, fifty push-ups um, or fifty dollars, whatever one comes first. Whichever, I could do either one. What, what you want, dollars or push-ups? I'll do both. All right, bet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it does not matter. Here first. I just became $50 richer. Hey. Mark it down. Hey. Hey. hey, and those push-ups are on demand, right? On demand. On demand. Bet. On demand. I can, say, I can call you at 3 o'clock and be like, hey, can I get two push-ups? That's what on demand means. Uh, see, yeah. Well, see, I know I'm not going to be getting that phone call, so <laughs> that's fine. That's fine? That's fine. That's fine. Bet, bet, bet. Love it. So it's official, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it. <laughs> Episode number one of the Rebirth and Debate Fuel. We got our first bet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all make sure y'all help your boy keep track. Oh man, we gotta run this back, man. <laughs> or the Saints gonna have a better offensive line. Whichever one got the better offensive line this year. Yes. This season. Yes. 50 push-ups or $50 or both. You let it. You decide it. It's both. It's both. It's both. Look, I'm I'm willing to pay both, so I don't care. It's both. (laughs) I can't wait to stop an episode and be like, hey, bro, give me five right quick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, gentlemen, 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 real quick, let's, um, if we didn't know already, I know we heard some talk and we talked about Zion on the 2K cover and everything. We had that debate there. So let's go ahead and uh, let's touch here on this uh, NBA season and its comeback. Oh. Uh, as we know, it's it's all over the place on, on the rules and what they're about to do. However, we do know that only, well, one team got added from the East while about 13 <laughs> teams on the West side got added. So if that didn't tell you the five to one ratio on West versus East, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what does. But gentlemen, what are your thoughts on a the startup of the of the this NBA season and the format that they have going from the rest of the regular season to the playoff season? I I um I'm of the mindset that I would I would prefer if we just cancel the season and we start over in October. Because 
if you, I'm not sure if if you if you've seen the report already, but they they're talking about shortening next season to get the calendar back on track. I would prefer to have one shorter season than two. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I I I I love Adam Silver. I love what he's done for this league since he's been commissioner. I love the tenacity that he has and the drive and, and, and the desire to get this game back and for us to see basketball. But the, this is going to be so much different, man. Uh, <clears throat> unless they decide to do like what um, I know the uh, soccer is going to do is pump the, you know, the game audience uh, noise into the, into the speakers uh, so it can have that effect. Unless they're going to do something like that. Honestly, I don't want to see empty gym. I I don't. But as a basketball fan, I still watch it because I I'm, I'm going. That's those that's those are the best athletes in the world, best basketball players in the world. So, of course, it's, gonna, it's still going to be a great game. It doesn't matter if there's people in the stands or not. But the idea of having everybody go down to Orlando, the ones that are that are that are invited, uh, the 22 teams. Uh, them coming down with their families to Orlando for what three, four months, depending on how far you get. Um, to me, it's just like I, I don't want to see that. I, I really don't because it's gonna. Um, it puts them at higher risk, it, it, especially because this COVID thing has not. We have not seen the end of it. So I, it puts them at risk, and I don't want to see anything else jeopardize the league, the, se- the season, none of that. Um, I, I, I would just prefer that we end it right now and we move on next season. By the way, a quick question. I, am I the, the, the fantasy basketball champion now? Is that official? Because I know, I know, I know. Yahoo sent out this thing and said that we're canceling the season out, and and where the standings are, that's where they are. So I think I'm the champion now, but I I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I haven't received that from. Um, they sent that email. Yahoo. They sent that email earlier this week. They did. Mm-hmm. Monday or Tuesday. Hmm. Yeah, what so interesting so, thought there. Yeah, that that was that was my whole thing with fantasy basketball. You know, this is my best season too, ever, ever. That I only sucks. lost. Once. I was just about to make my comeback. No, you weren't. I was. I only lost once. <laughs> I very much was. No, no. My teams were sick. Mine was sicker. <laughs> and see, you know what? I'm be honest. You know how much I dislike Kyrie Irving now. I agree with him on this whole thing. It does not make sense to, to start the season back up. I completely disagree with you and Kyrie. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> completely. That's Rick, just, let's go. That's just way too many storylines that, that are still kind of left out there. That's just way too much time um, between the time that we stopped, we haven't seen any sports, bro. It's been a minute since we've seen some sports that we love. I'll just say that, right? We UFC. Been, uh, okay, I mean sports that we love. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you and I together. Yeah, 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 yeah I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, okay, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. My bad, my like, bad. I like the UFC, and, and of course, a lot of people around the world love it, and you know, we, we definitely talk about it always on um on, on the network, right? And mm -hmm. so, you know, I don't want a shameless plug right here. No, but this we, is this is for us to do. Then buy, Come on, then, shameless then, plug, baby. Then buy all means, check out the main, means, check out the main card um, on MTNV Sports, right? We have my boy, The Voice, and what he does, he talks about all the big fights, and not just the UFC, but um, not just MMA, not just UFC, but also boxing. And so every combat sport he talks about on his network, and he goes in-depth because mm -hmm. he, he knows that stuff, and he stays there and watches it every single time there's a special on. Like, mm -hmm. every single time there's one, he's there. Like, he's always watching those, and he's always paying attention and talking and engaging with fans. And he's always live on Twitter, um, you know, live tweeting yeah. the whole entire match. Yeah, so, of is. course, of course, UFC is a thing, and, of course, it's it's awesome, right? At the same time... Don't do that. Most... What? <laughs> <laughs> At... At the same time, it's different from however. So, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> how, however, negates everything that you said before, right? Yeah. At the yeah. same time, just means simultaneously, right? There, there, <laughs> there is. Um, there, there's still sports that people want to see. These team sports that people want to see and get back engaged with. Man, there's, there's fan bases across the United States who miss seeing their teams. Now, for some people. It doesn't matter. You won't see your teams. I'm, I'm sorry for, you know, most of the people who are a part of all those teams that got eliminated from this NBA comeback, right? Um, even the Hawks, right? The Hawks are not there. Yes, Carter's career is now over. He was cool with that. He When he shot that last shot, he said he was cool. So, yeah. I mean, I think I think he's okay. So, if, if they're done, he's done. That's fine, right? Um <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm fine with that, but what people yeah. want to see what what there's there's a, a a thing that's still up in the air, bro. It's like can LeBron with this squad win it? Like can he can he go and win it, especially in the face of a team like L, like the LA Clippers? There's there are teams that are deeper across the board. There are a lot of deep teams, and honestly, this has been. Remember when at the beginning of the season when we had all these two headed monsters, and there were two headed monsters everywhere, everywhere. right? And and that two headed monster thing is is the story of this season. At least it was the story going into it. There were so many of them, bro, and and there were two-headed monsters everywhere, but they all had – is really about who was surrounding the two-headed monsters, right? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. who had the best thing? And so there's still stories out there, and we see stories with the Lakers. We see stories with the Clippers. We see stories with the Nuggets, the Thunder even. I can't believe they're here, yeah. right? Like, who could believe that Chris Paul – Chris Paul, who we thought was, like, aging or out of it or towards the end of his career – Maybe he should go join somebody to go ahead and steal one ring before he leaves. That's what we thought Chris Paul was. Chris Paul said, you don't know me. And mm -hmm. then basically took his entire team, put him on his back. And the point guy, I, I want to, <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to be blasphemous, but, <laughs> but the point guy <laughs> has, has taken his team like all the way to the playoffs. And right now they're currently in fifth place, right? You mm -hmm. still got the Rockets who you got to see James Harden. I want to see how people come back after the slim down situation. Look, James Harden is slim, slim Jim, slim James. Now, you know who else lost a ton of weight? Who? Nikola Jokic. Saw it. I saw it. I saw oh it. my yes, God. I saw it. I he used to be, he used to be um, two donuts thick and, and now <laughs> he's not. <laughs> Now he's yeah. not. 
Yeah, Slim and that's 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 a problem. Hey, Zion's lost fifteen pounds. He needs to lose fifteen more. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, him, him, <laughs> him. At we're talking about Zion at what two sixty five? That's a good look. He at two sixty five. He needs no, 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 no. You, hey, bro, that's mostly muscle. You're a solid guy. So, yes, I, I, and I applaud that. I love it. But at the same time, when you're playing basketball, it, like for longevity, he's got to lose some more. No, I don't. I don't want him to be because if he loses more, then it's just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost. I don't want to lose that much. I, I like. I like him to keep his heft. So. <laughs> So you gotta, That's a word I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you, you still got – look, you got a lot of intrigue to the season. You want to know if Zion actually, with this squad, can they actually sneak their way into the playoffs, especially under this new format, right? Mm-hmm. At first, they were 3.5 games behind. The Blazers were 3.5 games behind. Um, the Kings, the Spurs were four games behind, right? The Suns, who are still kind of in it, were six games behind. And you're like – and the Wizards at one point were five games behind – it was it was death to all these guys, right? It was death to, to all these people, all these yeah. teams. They weren't going to make it in a – could possibly barely make it in. Now under this new format, they could make it in and sneak their way into those seventh and eighth seeds that are still kind of open. The yeah. cool part about this whole thing is it's just the fact that we're going to see some team sports, bro. It, it's been a minute. We've missed it. Has, it. Yeah. We've missed it. And, yeah. and honestly, man, I'm, I'm tired of watching 2K simulations, right? Like, you don't have to do that anymore. Bro. We don't have to watch cornball or cornholing, which has been playing lately on ESPN, right? I don't watch ESPN I, anymore. You haven't seen the cornhole tournament? The only thing I've watched on ESPN um, was the Michael Jordan documentary. The Last Dance, and that was, um, that was beautiful. And uh, the uh, Bruce Lee documentary, Be Water. You think these? You think these athletes who have been watching the same thing me and you've been watching aren't super motivated to get back to the court to show their tenacity as well? I know, no, I know that they're motivated to do it. I, I, I the only they, person who's not motivated is Kyrie, who don't have no tenacity left. He doesn't need. To, he's not going to be able to play anyway. He's he got a shoulder surgery in March. Why you think he's the only one talking about let's not play? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a solid point, man. That is a solid point. This is Hugh Douglas from 9290 Game, and you listen to MTMB Sports. Um, I, he's I, like I, a kid who didn't get picked saying let's not play. <laughs> 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 that's a solid point, man. I can't lie. That's that's good. Um, I just I I I just don't want to see a shortened season next year. So here's the thing: it's going to um, impact the season moving forward. But okay, peep game. We'll just have everything that these guys have done all off season. Everything that they've done in this interim, right, will all be for naught if we don't get a chance to see the season play out. It'll be for nothing, right? Like, look, okay, so mm-hmm. everything, I mean, we saw it. We saw everybody go every, the next year's story will be completely different from this year's story, bro. People are going to leave. They'll all go to all different teams. I want to see this story play out because right now we're in, we're finally in a place, and I know you're going to love this. We're finally in a place where there's not a super team around. 
it's not just one super team that's like the super team that everybody knows is going to win, and we know they're going to go, yeah. and we know they're going to make it there. The There's Lakers, intrigue to the story. Yeah, too, I, I agree. That's too, much, that's too much intrigue. There is intrigue. Um, I just, I just don't want to see the next season get impacted. That's all. Hmm. I, 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 because I love basketball that much. Like I just want to see it. Remember back when we had that that lockout season and they mm. they had that shortened season, it didn't feel right. It just it was just like it was here and it was gone. It was quick. I don't want to see that with this. I really don't. I really don't because we're gonna have a full season for this year technically, but um, next season is only gonna be what five months long maybe. I feel like, look, okay, so they've been trying to play around with the format of the NBA schedule anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So even if next season is shortened a little bit, a lot of fans, a lot of basketball fans, um, you know, excluding you, of course, in this particular instance, mm-hmm. a lot of basketball fans would enjoy just seeing anything right now, right? I oh, mean, yeah, no, I, I, bro, it's not that I don't want to see it. I've, I've and, been itching to watch basketball. Right. I, I've been dying it, it, like not being able to to watch basketball on, on on what Monday nights, Tuesday, Wednesday, like every night of the week. Like I'm usually watching basketball or highlights, if not watching actual games. So it feels weird not watching the game, having to play 2K just to get that, that semblance. Feeling. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't want that anymore. Of course, but looking at the the, the big picture, I don't want a shortened season next year. I, I just don't. I don't. And 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 then that's going to impact Summer League. Like, I know a lot of people don't watch Summer League. I watch Summer League. I'm watching Summer League this summer, and I, I watched it last summer. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. Everybody's going to watch it this summer. You know why, right? It's, we're, we're in the summer. Uh-uh. Why? No. Because you're going to have sports? Ne- no, no. Next oh, you're talking about for next summer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you yeah. know why? Um, yeah, ball, ball's coming in, right? Yeah, I, 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 I'm in. I'm excited to see him play. I'm excited to see him play. I don't know where he's going, but I'm excited to see him play. But uh, even the WNBA, I was, I was looking forward to to watching that season uh, this year. Like, I was hyped up. I'm still trying to figure out what team I'm going to like support. That's why I like. So I can't watch sports if I'm not devoted to a specific team. That that so that's why I can't I can't get into baseball because I don't have a specific I, team. I'll tell you what team in the WNBA to watch, brother. Which one? I don't want to be a the Skylar Diggins just went to and created a big three. That's right. I I love Skylar. Skylar, that that is man. I'm gonna put this on. I'm gonna put this on tape. But I wanted her to be my wife too. <laughs> <laughs> I Ladies did, and gentlemen. Man. I did. Ever <laughs> since I saw her in college, man, I was like, that's it. <laughs> you have not seen any other shows yet, guys. No matter what you're listening to this, to this on, Mark Record, this is not the first time Derek has mentioned his many wives so far. Yeah. <laughs> Check out some of our other shows. And yeah. We'll see how many wives he has. Yeah. My dude, I wanted her to be my wife. <laughs> I, I was in love with Skylar Diggins, man. And then she got married, and I was like, well, oh, well. 
Yeah. Handle it. <laughs> so, well. Sorry for your loss, bro. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, at least at least Candace Park is still on the market very much so. She Once is. Once she is, I'm good to go. She is. I'll take it. I'll take it. Let's Matt, go. look, I, I, I um so I'm 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 going to support I'm gonna find a team that I really gel with and then just support them. Um in WNBA, but I was looking forward to their season coming in. Uh, so I don't, I still don't even know, like, what's, what's the deal with that? Like, they just, are they, did they cancel that out? No, we've got yeah. no updated word yet on what are they doing with their season. Yeah, so least, I, I, least, I, need I haven't know. seen an update yet. Um, I'll be looking out for one. We actually did, so um, on our sports and music show, we have a WNBA update, right? Mm. And so, um, as far as, um, as far as what we've gotten so far, there's no real, um, no changes have been made yet, okay. but um, I'm looking to see. They might just cancel out because WNBA is usually during the summer. Right now they're talking about, um, okay, so they proposed, the WNBA proposed a 22-game season start um, July 24th with full pay for players. So, full pay, okay. So they're thinking. Um, full pay as in like, as if it was a regular season? That's what I'm thinking. This is from the okay. Washington Post. And so they're proposing right now 22-game season um, um, to start off with. Okay. Um, so we'll see how that goes, man. Um, you know what? I'm actually hopeful. People talk about no fans in the stands um, and how that would, would, you know, play out or be different. I'm actually kind of hopeful um, for that because I've seen situations like let's let's talk about – the XFL and oh, in the man. XFL, do y'all remember at some points there weren't a lot of fans in the stands, there but they still, but the, the production was still really good and the way it went about was still really good. So mm-hmm. um, for the NFL, I've hoped for them. The thing about a gym that's a little weird is just the fact that we're talking about enclosed space. And so mm-hmm. now everything will have an echo. Yeah. So when before it wasn't so much in closed space, now you're going to hear the ill hair echo, which would be a little bit different. Um, but the summer leagues weren't always packed. Those summer league games they weren't were always packed. But yeah. the way the production was, I still felt like I was in uh, an NBA production. So going to mm-hmm. the games may not give you that type of feel, but being like having TV and um, the commentators and all that kind of stuff, that yeah. will help you uh, still feel like this is a normal basketball game. Yeah, right? yeah. And so I, only thing is that we'll probably now hear, unless they're muted, right, we'll probably hear a little bit more from the sidelines. So when the guys mm-hmm. on the sidelines screaming things Coaches. out, we may hear that now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you've seen it. So you've seen games mm-hmm. where um, where there's not a lot of fans there, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's kind and of you still enjoy the game. Like I, That's the thing. The game. I love the game regardless of if there's going to be fans or not. Mm-hmm. I just I, – I, I – just don't want to see this impact next season. That's my only thing. Got it. Got and, it. And, and, and that's, that's the thing that I'm kind of like, if, if we just cancel it out, whatever. But let me ask you this. Who do you see coming out of the West and who do you see coming out of the East? Love it. Out of the West, um, Lakers. Out of the East, I'm stuck. I see, I see a few different things, man. Um, I love where the Heat were headed. Right, I thought they yeah. were doing well, um, were. but but when I look at it, I may have to go um, with the Celtics in this particular case. I feel like, and I don't like that. 
Um, it's okay. It's but, right. but okay. Here's the thing: if the Nets were coming back fully healthy, right? Which like if, if it was Kyrie and KD coming back, then I'd easily go with the Nets here. Um, really? But yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but if you look at if you look at the best defenses, and that's kind of what I'm thinking about, because mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, you're gonna need great defense. Now they have. Mm-hmm. I'm, I always look at two things in basketball: team defense and star power. Yes. Right. And so um, with the Celtics, they have a pretty decent blend of both. Right. Actually, they're um, the, one of the best defenses in the league are, mm-hmm. are the Raptors and the Celtics. Right. Mm-hmm. And so because they both have great defenses, I'm looking at the one who has what I feel is the more star power, right? In in this particular case, Jason deeper Tatum, roster. which yeah, deeper roster and star power. So Marcus Smart on uh, Jason Tatum, um Jalen Brown, you look at the Celtics and they they kinda they look ripe um for the pick and it looks like all these guys so Malcolm X brought this up at some point when they were talking about the nation of Islam. He was like, Hey look, you uh, at one point, nobody was really listening to people who, who black people would stand on the side of the corner and, you know, talk, right? Nobody would listen to them. But mm-hmm. um, at some point, the Nation of Islam, they would put people on the corner and they'd start talking, right? Yeah. Like, and yeah, they yeah, talk. Yeah. Yeah. And then people start listening and gathering around because all of a sudden the atmosphere changed and it was like, yo, why all of a sudden are they listening to you? But they never listened to all those guys in the past. And he said, it's really a seed. You plant a seed, right? And when mm-hmm. the atmosphere is right, right? Like you plant a seed, it's buried deep in the ground. And even though it's growing and even though, you know, stuff is happening, it's still planted deep in the ground. You still won't see any remnants of it, right? So you plant mm-hmm. that seed deep in the ground. And when the atmosphere is right, when all the conditions are right, you're going to start to see that, that thing blossom. You'll start to see that thing grow, right? Mm-hmm. That's what's happening with, with the Celtics. Think about it. The East, right? You guys have been planting a seed for a while. And, you, and, and people saw the Celtics because you had to see them because they were going up against the LeBron juggernaut. Um, mm-hmm. And there's so many other things you have to kind of go up against. But now you planted that seed in the ground. You you picked the right guys, Tatum, Brown, all these guys. Now the conditions Kimba. are right. Kimba. Oh, let's not even mention Kimba. But you picked all the conditions. Now the conditions are right. Now those stars are going to start to emerge. And this is the time when they'll start to emerge. So you look at guys like the Tatums and the Browns. Now you're going to see them fully emerge. When they fully emerge in this situation, they'll be full-grown stars. And those full-grown stars against other teams, like, and you have to mention the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Bucks, I feel like you, you saw Giannis. You see Giannis, and Giannis mm-hmm. developing. He can be even scarier and even better. I just feel like the team defense for the Celtics, along with the fully-grown stars, would be too much for, for those Bucks to overcome. I'm going with um, I'm going with the Celtics in the East. I'm going with the Lakers in the West. And then I'm going for a sweep. A four game to zero sweep, a Lakers versus Celtics. Man, I'm gonna say this. He reeled you in and he set you up. <laughs> My God, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it just it just like everything that I had just like lost left my body, man. Like <laughs> Cause I'm sitting here thinking, like, my God, 2020 is a wild year. I never thought I'd hear him talk about the Celtics like this. And then, yeah, sweet chin music right there. That was. I'll give it to you. That was a great setup. Great, great it setup. Was. Excellent Thanks, setup. Bro. That was real good. Beautiful. That was beautiful. I can't even. Tune that it. man up real nice. Yeah, he Ow. got me. 
he got me pinned. I, I like that's it. <laughs> um <laughs> I'll just say this. I think that I think we agree in terms of the teams. I, I've been saying that since the beginning of the season. It's going to be Boston versus L.A. I didn't know which one. Uh, I was more so picking the Clippers because of the the coaching, the, the depth on the roster. Um, my only thing for the Clippers is the X factor with them is Paul George. If Paul George is, like, completely healthy and nothing's wrong, I actually think they'd beat the Lakers. I, 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 their, 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 uh, their roster to me is deeper. They have more dogs. I just think they beat them. Um, and that's, that's not, it's not a sweep or anything. I, I think that's that, that series. That's another thing. Are we going seven games in this format or is it, are they five? I think once the playoffs start, then we're back to normal. We're not back to normal. Okay. So it's a seven game series. I think that series will go seven. Um, but I think the Clippers will pull that out. So I'm I, I'm going to go Boston coming out the East, and I'm going to remain with my my prediction beginning of the season, which was the Clippers coming out of the West. Um, and I think that the finals. I think that's going to go six or seven. I just think that Boston will pull that out if that's the and case. My, I I don't know, man. I I like the I like the Clippers team, and one of the things that I love about the Clippers is over the course of this quarantine, mm-hmm. you know, they they bought the whole team Peloton bikes. Yeah, and they're yeah. making them all work out and, and kind of you know bought them all a home gym, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I wasn't. It was phenomenal. That was a great idea. It's, Doc Rivers. I got, Doc, yeah. Yeah. Doc and knows he's doing it. I really wish at one point in LeBron's career he plays with a great coach. Like I really want that for him. Um yeah. yeah. That is that is a, well, he had Eric Spolstra. That's the greatest coach he's played for. Yeah, but he had young Eric while Eric was developing his um, you know, his coaching abilities. He I will say this. This Eric. I think I think Eric was I think he was shadowed by the big three in Miami. Yeah, true. But I they think won, he was. They won two titles with Eric, right? They did. And, but I, I'll say this, though. I think – do I believe that, that they won because of Eric Spolstra? No. I think they won because of LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. But I don't discount what he did. And he proved to me since that big three broke up, with a less lesser roster that he could actually do something in the playoffs. And that doesn't, that doesn't just happen out of happenstance. So I have to give him credit that Eric Spolstra is the best coach that LeBron has, has played under uh, and in terms of, of team, not, not, not team USA. So that that's, that's my whole thing. I feel whenever he plays with a great coach, he's winning championships. You think he ever will? play with another great coach yeah no um this is it yeah i mean like we're looking at i want to say what the final three maybe has three seasons left and Mm then um we're looking at what 35 year old lebron right now right yeah so he's only waiting for Bronny to get into league 
Yeah, and so if that's the case, then you know, and Bronny's what a freshman right now, so I don't even know. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bronny's a freshman. I think he's ranked going like, into sophomore. No, he's ranked yeah. in the top fifty in in the nation. Bronny is at, at yeah. his age range. Yeah. Um, but he's and and so now we have to wait what four, probably three or four years for Bronny to get into the league. So we're looking at a thirty-nine-year-old LeBron, and that's yeah, and that's that's if he comes in at eighteen, which I I don't think he. I don't think it's is uh far beyond thought we'll, that we'll, he will. We'll see what he looks like. Um yeah. and and see if you know, if he's that type of guy. Um at the end of the day, man, I see I love the Clippers and I love what they bring to the table. Um I love the fact that you mentioned how deep they are, because they are very deep. Yeah. And a lot of great chemistry. But the Lakers, man, I just feel like across the board um, the Lakers have the have the best defense. They have the most star power. Um, they they do have a lot for them, and I don't want to discredit them. Um, and I think they're bringing Cousins back, or they're at least going to try to. They're going to try to, but I don't know. I don't know that Cousins comes back until the new season. I mean, Cousins Dep- always depending comes back on, depending on what you're talking about, like t- like like what team gets them. I I I don't know. I know they said that Miami was. I think it was Miami. Miami or Portland was looking at But him. even even with Morris, right? Like even bef- right before they left, Morris came in, yeah. right? And yeah. and it was a good look. So to me it's more about coaching. Doc Rivers versus Frank Vogel. Doc is re- winning that 10 out of 10. Yeah, I get it. You know, so so I think they both have dogs on their team. I think I I trust the dogs on the Clippers more than I trust the dogs on the Lakers simply because they're older on the Lakers and they have less. I've seen what Marcus Morris can do. Mm -hmm. He is a dog pitting him with, with uh, Lou Williams and um, uh, Pat, Pat Beverly uh that's that's they're gonna they're gonna cause a lot of headaches they're gonna cause a lot of headaches so i'm i'm just gonna go with the clippers that was my my preseason uh prediction was uh la versus boston which that la team was the clippers but for marcus versus his brother right who was mm-hmm. always better marquise was that's always a better good question man that's a good question. I think it more so. You, you, if you if you're talking about one on one matchups, I I I honestly, they're both dogs. They're just. That's, they're you crazy. know what? That's a tough question because when you talk about twins in the NBA, one twin's always better than the other at one specific category. Yeah. What I've noticed about the trend of twins is one is the better defender and the other is the better offensive threat. Mm-hmm. Look and at the Lopez twins. Brooke Lopez, Robin Lopez. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it, it, it kind of varies between the two. They're both dogs in their own way. They work well together. And actually, mm-hmm. Milwaukee was smart enough to realize that because they have both Lopez twins on their team. That was that was a, That was a good move from them. That was a good move from them. I was actually pissed when they when they when they made that move. 
that was a good move. I, I I'll give him that. But I I, I um I don't know. I Markeith is really good on both ends of the court, and so is Marcus. I just I think Marcus has done a little bit better with his outside shooting, and and that improved in Boston. His outside shooting just improved. So I'm gonna give him a slight edge. I'm gonna give Marcus to... a slight edge. So I'll say, y'all, y'all want y'all want to hear something crazy? Yeah. In 2019, their field goal percentage is also identical. So Are you serious? <laughs> it's thirty. It's thirty-eight. Well, it's very close. It's thirty-eight point nine. Right to thirty eight point six. Oh, that's crazy. Who had yeah. the point Twin nine? Magic, baby. Say Twin again. Magic. Who had point nine? That is um Marquise. Okay. okay. Marquise. And um, that was 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 that when he was in Detroit? Say no. That's what well, that's over the course of the year. That's over the course of the year. Actually, no. Oh, this year? Oh oh no. Look, actually when Marquise was with um Detroit. It was forty. Actually, it was way better. It was, um, and look, they still matched together. It was still very close. So in um, in Detroit, his uh, shooter percentage was forty five percent, forty five percent field goals. He was averaging eleven points a game um, with just twenty two minutes. He played forty four games um, with them. And if you look at um, Marcus, who was playing with the New York Knicks, um, forty three games played, right? Minutes per game, much more, 32.3, right? Mm-hmm. But points per game more, 19.6. Um, but field goal percentage, a little bit less at 44.2, while um, Marquise was at 45. Yeah, when he was in New York, I didn't like that. I didn't I'm, like that. I mean, he had to play a little bit more, apparently, right? Well, like he, yeah, he played a little more, but he also didn't have a team. You know what I'm saying? So, like it was just it's just a bunch of guys at the same position for the most part that, that um New York has. So that that was the thing that I always hated about that. So my my thoughts on this are are like those two guys could possibly cancel each other out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They they could possibly cancel each other out. Um I do love the fact that, that you have that type of guy, but you gotta look at scores that the Lakers bought in right at the very end. And so right towards the end, you remember they bring in bring in a Dion Waiters. Oh, that's right. Dion Waiters, yeah. Dion Waiters is there. Um, I mean Kyle Kuzma's there, you know, Dwight Howard. They they were I think they were in the top three, of course. You in did not just say Kyle Kuzma. I did say Kyle Kuzma and not just because of and and, and not because of his blonde hair. I'm thinking about uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about in terms of having a score with the second unit, right? And and he hasn't been completely like. Remember, here's what I thought. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I actually thought at some point Kyle Kuzma um was was close to Jason Tatum. I thought that at some point, and yeah, I've no. been, I was wrong, and so many people <laughs> were wrong. Yeah, so many people were wrong. But if you look at Kyle Kuzma, um, he's he was starting to play pretty okay towards the end. Like he was really starting to find his rhythm and that's what 
what we were kind of lost on. We were hoping for, um, you know, a guy who can come in and be very close to his 2018 year where he was 18 points a game or his 2017 year when he was 16 points a game. But um, this year, through 54 games, right, only 12.5, um, still coming off the bench, thought he would be a starter, not. Um, and he, he just mildly contributed at the same time. I still feel like the second half of the season could be a rebirth for him. If the Lakers kept Lonzo and and traded away Kyle Kuzma, I would feel more secure about choosing the Lakers. I don't think it would have worked out with Lonzo. You don't think so? No. Why not? Because um, Lonzo would have to be the guy at the point position when LeBron's the point guard now. And leading the league. LeBron could end this year leading the league in assists. Well, he's leading the league in assists right now. If he ends the league, ends the year like he's going, um, he'll be the first guy to um, to lead the league in assists at an advanced age. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. With that being his first time. With that being his first time, he'll be mm-hmm. the first time to do something like that. Um, he's, he's the point guard. And if Lonzo was there – then Lonzo would be the point guard, or what's my guy's name? Um, Lonzo would be the point guard, or Rondo would be the point guard, but not LeBron. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at it from his shooting ability and his improved shot. Uh, bro, I, honestly, I thought that the Lakers made a mistake with that. That, that, that was my only thing. I, 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 they, they gave away the wrong guy. And even if you want to say Brandon Ingram, if you switch Brandon Ingram, if you switch Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Ingram for Kuzma, it would and, and just traded Lonzo with Kuzma, that would have been and with with Josh Hart, of course. But if they even just kept Ingram, my 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 selection for LA would be the Lakers to come out. You were you were going to get something wrong there, no matter what, bro. You something, were you, you were. were going to get something wrong in that trade. You were these are two two blo- these are like what three blossoming stars, mm-hmm. and you don't know which one is going to you know you know. I would have hedged my I would have hedged my bet on Brandon Ingram though. You even probably if, would have, but even if I'm Brandon, trading Lonzo, I Brandon was the Brandon. most affected. You got to think about this: who was affected the most chemistry wise by LeBron trying to trade them off the year before, and Brandon That's Ingram. Right showed his um displeasure with that lonzo mm-hmm. showed his displeasure with that mm-hmm. right and kuzma pledged allegiance to lebron yeah i know and that's why and which, that's why he which was there. on his part it was smart i i'm not i'm not i'm not saying anything about that i'm talking about the front office like you should do what's best for the squad and not just you know the politics of everything and what was best for the team was keeping Brandon Ingram or Lonzo, you know, saying just because of their ability to shoot well consistently and also be a a diversion that like it's, it's a lot that they could have done, even if you're talking about coming off the bench. And that, that, that to me was what would have, what would have changed the, um, the whole decision. Uh, I mean, the, um, my choice in who, Mm. who I choose coming out of the, out of the West, but because of that, because their bench, is a little bit older. You have Jared Dudley. You have um, you have uh, Rondo. You have Avery Bradley. Um, they're just a little older, and and I think that this this rest was probably really good for them. But I still don't trust them in the playoffs in terms of health. 
because I've seen it in Boston. <laughs> I've seen it. So I'm 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 just I'm choosing the Clippers because of that. And I'm taking the Celtics to beat the Clippers in the finals. Bet. Well, all right, gentlemen. So it has been said. We have put our predictions out there. So we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. And uh, before we wrap this up, we got one new cool segment since this is debate fuel. Okay. We got a little something that we're going to break out for y'all. Something that we're going to call debate of the hour. And in this moment, it's going to be debates that just kind of come out of randomly nowhere. So I leave you gentlemen with this debate as we close out. In y'all minds right now, gentlemen, who wins a 21 battle, a battle of 21, a game of 21 between Uncle Drew and Grandma Ma? <laughs> Uh, I don't know Drew. if this is gonna be a debate. I, I, Uncle Drew. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know. Like, I, I give yeah. I give no love to Grandmama. Like yeah. um, <laughs> zero, zero love for Grandmama. I don't think Grandmama's gonna score two points if if um, Uncle Drew starts the game off. Ooh. What about Uncle Drew versus Jesus Shuttlesworth? That's different. who you got in that matchup Mm. that's different um hey i'm I'm gonna have to go with with um golly i'm gonna still have to go with uncle drew like i like i love jesus man jesus shut his work to shoot like yeah he's basically he's just ray allen with a different name yeah (laughs) he's just ray (laughs) allen with a different name um and and he doesn't have that old factor. He's not old. Um, no. So okay, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna still go with Uncle Drew in this particular case, only because of the handles. Um, when you think about the handles, you think about the handles. You think about the shooting ability, and you think about this, you know, the superpower of Uncle Drew, right? Um, yeah. Which is his <laughs> ability to make you underestimate him. Um, <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think about all that. Um, and you know he does have the shooting ability. He is good, Kyrie Irving. So, um, <laughs> you basically watch him. So you're actually, you're basically saying, yo, who wins between those two guys? Um, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Uncle Drew only because I believe that actually I'm gonna tell you why I go with Uncle Drew. Maturity, um, and <laughs> and it's the still, it's still Kyrie play though. Yeah, but but. <laughs> But it's the maturity of Uncle Drew. He's been around for a while, yeah. and he still has the ability of a young man, right? So he has the ability yeah. of a young man, but the wisdom of an old dude, right? Mm-hmm. While Jesus Shuttlesworth, if you remember, was a college student. He was a college student making some very yeah. foolish decisions. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. yeah. And he was taking bribes, and he was sleeping prostitutes, and he was doing a lot of stuff that wasn't correct. And that didn't was have his the head time. On that was the time. He didn't have his head on straight. <laughs> getting into arguments with his father he could barely beat his dad i'm saying that his dad jesus killed Shuttlesworth... his mom yeah i'm saying <laughs> jesus... <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying 
I'm saying Jesus Shuttlesworth wouldn't be ready for the situation. And and I, I'm give that to Uncle Drew with the wisdom and the ability of a young man. I'm the actually going old Jesus, man ability. I'm going Jesus Shuttlesworth. Talk to me. Because I I feel like once he gets the ball, he ain't giving it up. And 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 you also have to think, Uncle Drew has to play defense on him. Uncle Drew plays great defense. He does well. See, I'm I'm bound between Kyrie and Uncle Drew. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Kyrie that's at that's 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 the character I'm going with Jesus Shuttlesworth because I don't think he'll be able to guard him. I don't. And plus, plus Jesus Shuttlesworth has like, he doesn't have as many health issues. (laughs) I can rely on him a little more. (laughs) So in game of 21, I'm, I'm taking Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not sleep on grandma. I'm not sleep on grandma. It was not for grandma, man. The very the very person that Steve Urkel literally had to rely on because Everyone counted out that he was a slim nerd who couldn't play because he was so clumsy. Yet hey, look. the man had game. And I, I, I don't forget Larry, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I just. I don't, I don't forget Larry. And I haven't forgotten Larry. And I, and I remember his game and no, I thought it was phenomenal. But I'm sorry, Come Grandmama. <laughs> I have no man. love for you in this argument. Man. Yeah, when it comes when it comes when it comes to Uncle Drew and Grandmama, Uncle Drew's gonna take that one. Yeah, I, I don't it. I don't see that what? one ever. Keep keep in mind the height difference. <laughs> I'm and going twenty one up. You just said it. I'm going twenty one oh bro. I'm sorry. I'm going 21 0. Because because once once Uncle Drew gets the ball, that's it. You better not let him get the ball first. If he gets the ball first, that is it. He's never ever and 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 also think about when he when he's in the paint against bigger defenders. He's shifty. Yeah. He's mad shifty. So I, I'm I'm going Uncle Drew versus Grandma Ma. I'm going Uncle Drew 21 0. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Shuttlesworth wow. versus Uncle Drew. I'm going twenty one seventeen. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> you, you heard it here, fellas. That's our that's our debate of the hour. Let us know what you think. Let us know who you think. If you got an alternate ego persona character, you want to throw their name in the hat and give Uncle Drew a run for this money. Let us know. Let us know in the comments. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us some feedback. Let us know like live everything. Go follow MTMV Sports and the MTMV Sports family. Check out what everybody's got going on over there. 
we got some sports action. We got all kinds of action on both sides of the field, which are coming together right here on one on this very show, The Bay Fuel. So, fellas, as we close out, go ahead and tell them your final remarks and where they can find you. The final fuel, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. Final fuel, baby. Let's go. Go ahead and take it, bro. Hey, man, look, um, so with my final few, I'd simply like to say um, that I'm get, I'm geeked about the return of team sports. I'm very excited about that. And, and I'm, of course, the rest of America, except for Kyrie, is, right? Like everybody's <laughs> excited about a situation where we're going to have some normalcy coming back to us, right? I'm across the board. I, I've been seeing a lack of understanding that the fact of the fact that coronavirus is still around, right? Um, <laughs> People, people just lose that. Um, they shouldn't lose that. It's still around and it's still a, a major deal. Um, however, we are getting some normalcy back, and I think sports is going to play a major role in that moving forward. I'm looking forward to the NBA coming back. I'm looking forward to Major League Soccer making its return as well. And so my, my hope is that um, we, we slowly move ourselves back into normalcy without um, forgetting the fact that we're still in the middle of a pandemic right? And so I'm hoping that the NBA does everything it can and NBA players do everything that they can um, to keep themselves, you know, healthy and not sick during this time. Um, Because I know if one person gets sick, I think we're almost right back to where we started. Um, And then we will have a canceled season, I'm pretty sure. Um, But because of the protests and because everything else that was going on, um, then we we had a spike in coronavirus lately, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping that we, even though we're protesting, they're protesting for something that's absolutely right. Yeah. I'm going to say that. So as they're protesting, I'm, I'm in complete 100% of support of all the protesters. But I'll say to everybody, as we return to normalcy, um, stay safe, right? So yeah. I would say everybody stay safe. Um, and my hope is that we get through the end of the season and we um, can declare a champion with no asterisk. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the the football route. I I I I would love to see Kaepernick on a team this season. And the the, the only team I can really say that I think it would be, excuse me, I think it would be a great look from the B on two actually, uh, the Denver Broncos would be. Very interesting if he was if he was in Denver. That that would I think that would actually catapult them into contention immediately. Um but I also think the Patriots would be a good a good look. That would be apropos. That would be very uh uh hilarious to be honest. Um which because I don't but I don't see that happening. I actually think Cam Newton is going to go to New England. Um, despite them already having a quarterback. I think he's going to go up there. But um, I want to see Kaepernick back in the league. Um, and it would make sense that, that he goes there. Or honestly, if you're not putting all your your eggs in the basket of Garoppolo, would it make sense to bring him back to San Francisco? So – I would say um, the people in Denver, they don't want to see anybody else but Drew Locke. They love Drew Locke. Is and Drew Locke all that, though? 
he's pretty cool. Have you seen him lately? He's been leading these protests. Well, not leading, but he's been in, involved in all the protests. He was the one rapping yeah. on the sideline. Um, oh, as a football really? Player. Yeah, he was the one who was rapping on the sideline. He was the one like, like go look oh, up. No, I did see that. I did. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like he's he's a really cool kid. Um, and he's a really good football player, right? And so, so you um, think that you think Denver is better suited with Drew Locke or Kaepernick? I don't think so. I think I think actually they'd be better suited with Cam Newton, to be honest with you. But even when I brought up Cam Newton to the Denver fan base, because I'm I'm in a lot of their stuff. But uh, when I brought up Cam Newton to the Denver fan base, they wanted nothing to do with Cam Newton. They really loved really? him. Yeah. They they all rejected the the concept of picking up a Cam Newton. They're ready for the Drew Lock era to begin because they just believe that they have something in him. Hmm. Um, and if you look at him at the end of last season, he did a pretty decent job. If Kaepernick did go in there, he'd go in as a backup only. Um, I almost feel like anywhere he goes, he'd be a backup. I believe the same. I, I um, almost feel like that. So can but can he be a backup for in in a Drew Locke situation? Of course, right? Of course, he can be a backup there. Um, but the way their offense is kind of starting to be set up is set up more so um, passing game heavy and not run game heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Colin he would be he would be a, a decent fit there. I don't know how great of a fit he'd be there. Um, I'm looking for him in San Francisco. I think he'll be a pretty decent fit, right? Because of how yeah, much yeah. they love to run the football. Um, and I think I think he'll be okay there. It does make sense. Um, I don't see them correcting their mistake like that and bringing him back in. I really don't. Um, yeah, I'm, I almost don't even see the NFL really getting behind get behind any team. Somebody should. I. I I don't see why he wasn't a member of the Panthers team. Um, that would be a good look. Or Jacksonville, right. too. Jacksonville isn't really set on who they have right now from what right. I understand. Right, so I can see Jacksonville being a spot. I can see um, Carolina being a spot. Um, right now, behind um, Teddy Bridgewater is, um, I think it's P.J. Walker, um, who was a star in XFL, right? Oh so, yeah. Okay. And, and even though he's, you know, even though he's good, I'm thinking about bringing in a Colin Kaepernick would be a really good situation there, right? Um, he, Man, he, Kaepernick perfect, with with McCart uh with um Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, bro, that would be crazy. Man, look, that would be that just, would open them up very well, and they and their defense is is pretty steady too. So that would, you know, they they of course they lost Luke Keekley. But I think they did, they just drafted his replacement pretty much. So I just I just really want Colin Kaepernick to be a Black Panther. That's all I like. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's the way to end the episode, baby. That's the way to do it. Nothing else to be said on that note. Nothing. That right there. Oh man, that is perfect. This right here. Yes, sir. We'll be getting this weekly right back on your YouTube vision screens, soon to be television screens, radio, airwaves, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Most definitely, most definitely. We out. And let's close this thing out. Most definitely. Catch y'all later.
What's good? It's your boy Stephen Malcolm, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Let's get it.